Hey everyone, welcome to Know Your Food with Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three and author of the Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. I'm also the lead teacher, blogger, and owner of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm so glad you're here. This is the podcast devoted to healthy family cooking with traditional methods like sourdough and old-fashioned pickling. These foods are easy, delicious, healing, and your family will love them. If you haven't already, be sure to grab my free gift for you. Five free traditional cooking videos from inside Traditional Cooking School that will introduce you to my favorite fundamental techniques of traditional cooking. To start watching today, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash watch. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Know Your Food with Wardy, episode 153. I'm so glad you're here with me. For links and more, you can visit the show notes at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 153. I have a fun episode again. It's part three of our kitchen rules. All I really need to know I learned in the kitchen. And one of the rules today is submitted by a Know Your Food with Wardy podcast listener. So I'm so thankful for that. And it's an option for you as well. So if you can think of any kitchen rules that you want to add to this series, you can email them to me, Wardy, W-A-R-D-E-E, at traditionalcookingschool.com. And uh, if it's not something I've covered and it's something new and interesting, I'd love to include it on a future episode. So let me give a warm shout out to listeners that are here live on Periscope. I've hopped on here right now to record Know Your Food with Wardy live. This will be recaptured uh, permanently and released to knowyourfoodpodcast.com on iTunes and also YouTube. So if you're listening to the audio or video and you want to switch, just go to the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 153, and you can switch versions. Also there at the show notes, you'll find any links that I mentioned in addition to today's five kitchen rules all written out for you. So you ready to get into them? Let me explain um, that these kitchen rules were inspired by another podcast I listened to where he's sharing rules for his uh, business focus, and I thought this would be really good to just go over life's lessons for the kitchen. So these are going to be practical, but also character building rules. And I've covered uh, 10 more, 10 additional in the past at episodes 150 and 151. So go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 150 or slash 151 to catch up on previous kitchen rules. So let's get into them. And if you're here with me live, Be sure to be liberal with the hearts by tapping your screen. I love to see that if they resonate with you. It'll be a good indication to me that you're liking what you're hearing. And if you're liking what you're hearing, you can also share with your followers by swiping across or down and choosing to share to Periscope, Twitter, or Facebook. And thank you so much for being here. It's going to be great. So we're moving on to kitchen rule number 11 now in this series of all I really need to know I learned in the kitchen. So 11 is... Variety is the spice of life. And I want to share a very specific example that happened recently. And if I'm true to, uh, or if I'm honest, this is something that I have to learn often. (laughs) Because my personality um, is I get stuck in a rut and I do the same things over and over again. But I don't live alone. I have a family And my family, I think, appreciates, no, I don't think, I know. My family appreciates more variety in the kitchen than I often, um, if I was left to my own devices, would give. What I mean is we, we 
uh, we can get stuck in a rut where I'm making the same meals over and over again. And what usually happens is that they're okay with it for a while, but then I'll hear some, not unkind, but just some truthful, honest remarks like, again? Or I'm sick of eggs. Or didn't we just have this a couple days ago? Or I just had that for three meals. Do I have, is that what we're really having again? So they're, they're just, you know, questioning it, but very respectfully and humbly. And, uh, so that happens and then it might, the like discontent will get stronger. And initially, again, I'm being honest here. Uh, sometimes I'm annoyed and I think, come on, I'm a busy person. This is good food. What are you complaining about? Just eat it. Uh, but if I'm really honest, I have to take a step back and recognize that not everybody is as content as me with eating the same things over and over again. And I'm the mom and I'm trying to serve and nurture and love everybody. And the way that I show them love is actually by recognizing they need more variety than I do. Um, and that I can serve them and love them without like, without expending all that much more effort or energy that I could simply switch things up and add some more variety into our meals and dishes, um, just better planning or anyway, to show them love, I need to put more variety into our meals. I'm not talking about bending over backward and, you know, um, like just doing way too much. I'm talking about not very much more energy to make them happier, which feeds me to make me happier about what I'm doing because the rule is variety is the spice of life. Well, I want to give my family spice in their meals. So by the time the rumblings get to a certain fevered pitch, which is actually very respectful and calm and loving in our family, you know, nobody's being mean or anything. Um, I finally get it through my thick skull that it's time for me to like get out of this rut and start doing more for them. And so then we, you know, I put more effort into the menu planning and I'm bringing my son, who's now my, my, you know, alternate chef, um, bring him into the kitchen and we plan more exciting meals and everybody's so much happier. So that is rule number 11, variety is the spice of life. I'll take a moment here and if you are listening to this and it resonates with you, um, you know, tap the screen and share your hearts or you can put a comment in your first name in the comments saying, you know, that's me or that's not me. I'd love to hear. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one who can get stuck in a rut and someone else is saying I get tired of the same thing too. And uh, Danielle's saying, we have the opposite problem here. They want the same six or seven things. Yeah, so for them, that's a, you know, try to get them to have some more variety. Amanda says, yep, that's me. Yes, I get stuck too, and I feel less fulfilled not doing my best. Yeah, that's a key point there. Um, because if we, like me, I get stuck in a rut because I'm not doing my best. I'm not really putting everything I could into uh, serving my family. And again, I'm not talking about it being backbreaking work or anything. I'm talking about a little bit more effort to love and serve them. And I'm more fulfilled as well. So let's that be a challenge to any of you who are like me, who get stuck in a rut to just put that little bit more into serving our family, more variety, and we will be more fulfilled too. It's a, it's a cyclical thing here and everyone's going to be uplifted from it. Okay. So number 12, this is related to number 11, um, but more on the character end of it. And there's a lot of other applications as well. Number 12 is be willing. So 
I'll, I'll explain this in terms of number 11, variety is the spice of life, because I was telling you about how my family very gently, like, you know, expresses their uh, displeasure with <laughs> the lack of variety of our meals. Um, and like I said, my first reaction is to be slightly annoyed. Like, what do you guys want from me? And, but the right reaction is to be willing. This comes up in so many ways in the kitchen. It can be in this idea of variety, like be willing to give them a little bit more, be willing to serve and love them that way. It can also be things like your kitchen may be small or you know, I have limitations in my kitchen, but does that stop us from cooking? Like I was thinking today, our sinks are so shallow um, and we have a stove that's like for people who don't cook because it has one big burner, which is malfunctioning. And we have three small burners and one of them is broken. And okay, it's just a total another issue. You guys could, would be justified in asking me, why don't you get another stove? We could get another stove, but we're not going to get another stove right now. So, um, Anyway, the thing is you could throw your hands up and say, fine, you know, and be annoyed at the person who's asking you to go out on a limb or do something extra. Or you could be like stuck in a small kitchen or with unideal circumstances. And you could throw your hands up and say, there's nothing I can do about it and go your own way. Or you could be willing to change and do what you can. So rule number 12 here is to be willing because willingness Whatever somebody's asking you to do, if you're willing to consider it, if you're willing to try it, there's not a commitment there to like having to uh, be that way or do that thing they're asking you. There's no commitment for the rest of your life, but your willingness to entertain their needs, wants, desires, or your willingness to work around um, the limitations of your space grows your character so much, it expresses love to the other person that you're not shutting them out and that you're considering their desires, wants, needs in your life. And it can actually be quite a growing experience um, because you may end up doing something that you're totally on board with that revolutionizes your life. I know that's how I feel um, because this is a battle I face. I told you um, I can get annoyed with my family when they're unhappy with the meals. Well, I'm a status quo person. And so if you're constantly telling me about new things to try or do, my, my gut reaction is no, I'm fine. I'm content. I don't want anything to change. But what I've learned is I have other people in the family who want to try new things and it's good for our relationship for me to be willing for their sake, but it's also good for me to be willing because I'm not stuck and I grow and change and we all benefit from that. So that is rule number 12, to be willing. If you have something in your life that's constantly poking at you or bugging you or there's somebody who's constantly bringing up new ideas for you, just consider being willing instead of closing the door on that. In the comments, Lisa's saying good stuff. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you so much, Lisa. All right, number 13, you get what you pay for. I know you guys have heard this. <laughs> now you may have a, maybe you have a, a drawer or a closet or a box in your kitchen or your house that's full of broken tools. And I have it, okay? And I'm guilty of this. So I may be, you know, at the hardware store or the the grocery store, or a, you know, a, a kitchen appliance store. And I'm thinking, I really need this tool, but ugh, I don't want to spend $50, but look, this one's 10. And it's not often the case that the 50, it's not always the case that the $50 tool is better than the $10 tool, but usually um, the price is an indicator of the quality. Not always. So you do need to do your research, but 
you got to be willing <laughs> to pay a little bit more because you could be replacing that $10 tool every couple months, or you could buy the $50 tool and it'll serve you for the rest of your life. Um, let's see. Pastry cutter has been that way for me. Can opener has been that way for me. Um, and probably other things that I don't remember. So I have to tell myself this when I'm looking for something new, a tool that we need, and I'm looking just on price. I have to make myself step back and say, don't make this decision on price. Make it on quality and then determine whether or not you can spend that money right now. Because you choose the best one. And if you have to wait a little bit, like in the comments, somebody's saying buy it only once. If you have to wait a little bit to save up the money to buy it only once, you're going to be way better off than if you buy it five times and it breaks every time. See what I mean? So you get what you pay for. This is also the case with um, our time or energy. Like if you want to learn a new skill and you don't want to invest the time or energy, time or energy is currency just like the dollars that are in your bank account or in your wallet. So you're going to get out of it what you put into it. So if you're not willing to spend the time or the energy, then what comes back to you? Well, you're going to get what you pay for. Your results may not be as good. Um, it's why at traditional cooking school, we offer a premium membership because there are people who are browsing um, the internet and looking for information and they, uh, they, you know, they could go deep with us and enroll in traditional cooking school and go really deep in the classes and they're going to get what they pay for, which I hope and believe is very, very good quality. So they're investing the money, investing the time, they're putting a lot in, making a commitment, and then we deliver the goods to them. And that's different. And I've been there myself where you're browsing the internet for free information and you get conflicting information. You don't quite have the direction you need. Um, and you, you may have, you know, more failures than you would otherwise, if you were choosing a tried and true system and going to it, going with that. So this principle, it has to do with education. It has to do with your tools. It has to do with your relationships. You get what you pay for. So you're spending money, time, or energy, maybe even other forms of currency on whatever you're pursuing. So give it a hundred percent or be willing to pay a little bit more so that your results are better. The hearts are flowing, so I think you guys are resonating with this, and I'm seeing in the comments, yes, me too, yes, me too. So I'm glad to see that. Um, number 14, this is submitted by a, a listener. So I want to thank Nancy C. for this rule. Rule number 14, don't quit. <laughs> Here's what Nancy C. wrote. I just finished listening to the Ken Kitchen rules, and wow, did they resonate. So she's referring to episodes 150 and 151. Such good thoughts. Recently, one thought I've been reminding myself of is don't quit. The Lord gave me a verse for the year, Luke 18, 1, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. That's been an encouragement in so many areas of my life this year, but especially so in the kitchen. When what I've worked hard to prepare um, is received well, or I feel my isn't received well, or I feel my effort has been unappreciated or dismissed, or I've been so busy trying to multitask that I've messed up recipes and forgotten to add ingredients like the baking soda I remembered I'd forgotten to add as the muffins were just put in the oven. We've all been there, right? We've done all these things. Sometimes I just need to pray, make sure I'm doing what the Lord wants me to do, count the trials as schooling, and simply go forward and not let the discouragement make me quit. 
I'm trusting that keeping on in the right way will pay off eventually. Sorry, this was longer than I meant. Thank you for all you do, Nancy C. Well, Nancy, no need to apologize. I, I read every word of that because I thought it was just as long as it should be. I loved all your examples. Um, when what you've worked hard to prepare isn't received well, when your efforts are unappreciated or dismissed, or you're so busy trying to multitask, you know, just doing way too much that you make mistakes. In all those situations, we can throw our hands up and say, it's not worth it. I'm quitting. I can't succeed. I'm a loser. I mean, you, we all know the self-dialogue we do in those situations where we feel like, what's the point? I, there's no way I could succeed with this. Or what's the point? I'm going to work, 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 and nobody's going to appreciate me. Well, there's a bigger point, And that's what Nancy is pointing out here is that trust in it and keep on it because there are rewards, maybe intangible rewards with your character or your perseverance. Maybe that's what God wants you to teach. God's to teach you. Maybe your family members that are disgruntled are always going to be disgruntled negative family members, but that doesn't mean you have to quit. They can quit. That's their choice. You don't need to quit. So keep on. So Nancy, don't quit. I love that. That is rule number 14. And in the comments right now, I'm seeing amens and I need to hear that. So Nancy, thank you so much for sharing. Before we move on to number 15, I want to just tell anybody who's listening now live or through iTunes or YouTube, or the show notes that I would love to get your kitchen rules for future episodes. So if anything's coming to mind that you think would benefit um, the traditional cooking school community, please share. You can leave it in the comments or you can email it to me, wardy, W-A-R-D-E-E at traditionalcookingschool.com. And if it's something we haven't, ever, haven't covered yet, I would love to include it in a future episode. All right, number 15. This is the flip side of don't quit because it's important not to quit at things that are, you know, worth doing. But there's another, there's a flip side to that. And I don't want to negate number 14, but I think I just want to point out that we still have to be wise about what we don't quit. Okay, we have to be discerning about where we spend our time and what we keep pushing at. Number 15 is don't be insane. <laughs> now I want to explain that. Because here's the quote from Albert Einstein. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Okay, that's insane. There are certain things that we try that we should not do again. And we have to be discerning and figure those things out. Moms with Alice is saying so true. So don't be insane. If you are up against a wall and you are continually beating your head against it, against it your wall, your head is going to break. That Those bricks aren't going anywhere. Now, yes, you're going to learn from it. But maybe the lesson you need to learn is that's not a battle worth fighting. A previous kitchen rule was pick your battles. Well, this is where this comes in. So yes, don't quit with the important things, but also don't be insane and don't consider, and I'm not calling anybody insane, by the way, but don't, don't take on that insanity behavior of doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. You may need to quit. And I'm, I'm not, you know, number 14 was don't quit. Well, you may need to quit. Okay, but not necessarily. Maybe you need to change your uh, tactics. Often, this rule, don't be insane, and this quote is used to illustrate the point that you want to achieve something. Well, you have to, don't, don't just keep repeating the same thing over and over again. Try a different tack. Try a different approach. Um, if you're trying to organize your kitchen or you're trying to do meal planning or you have some goal with your life, your health goal, like let's say you have eczema or you have some health condition and so you're trying you know you've cut out dairy and it's not going anywhere 
Well, don't quit on the goal of healing your eczema, but dairy wasn't the issue. Now try eggs or try wheat or try corn. You know, try something different. Um, it's being proactive, not reactive. Um, which to be honest, I'm a person like watch and wait and see on things like things that come up in our family. I'm the one who's just like, well, let's see what happens. My husband's the one like, let's do something. Let's do something right now. And in the middle of that is where we should be. We should be willing to do things. If it's not working, we should be willing to like adjust, but keep pushing. Don't give up. That goes back to Nancy with don't quit, but don't do the same insane thing over and over again. Mama Sue is saying there's comes a time when I have to ask the complainer to help because I can't do it all. Amen. I think these may be, oh yeah, and another comment. Sometimes I just need to take a break and reevaluate and retry. Yes. So break, um, change your tactic. Maybe you need to give up, but I wouldn't say give up is the first thing that you do. Take Nancy's words to heart. Give up is the last resort, but if, it's go if you're trying over and over again uh, and it's not working, then reevaluate. Be a good quitter, another commenter is saying. Yeah, I like that. A good quitter is not a quitter like throw your hands up in defeat. You know, I'm a loser. There's no point. What's the point? A good quitter is like, I don't think this is working because of this. So I'm going to try this. You have to know why you're quitting. It has to be a good logical reason why you're quitting. Not an emotional response that's just completely out of weakness um, and isn't grounded in reality. All right, so we've come to the end of these five kitchen rules. Variety is the spice of life. Be willing. You get what you pay for. Don't quit. Thank you to Nancy C. for that. And 15, don't be insane. <laughs> Hopefully nobody will be taking 15 personally. Kathy is saying, know what you can change and what you can't. Exactly. Okay, well, thank you so much, everyone, for being here. I really appreciate uh, the live viewers and also the people that are listening later through iTunes. If you are on iTunes right now and you want to watch the video of this, it's at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 153. And in the comments of the show notes, please leave um, your thoughts and reactions to any of these uh, kitchen rules. And if you have one to add for the future, I'd love to hear that as well. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you'll come back again. Let me tell you what you can do next. You can visit the show notes for this episode and get links and more resources about today's topic. Just visit knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash, and then without a space, type the number of this episode. You can stop by traditionalcookingschool.com slash watch to get five free traditional cooking videos from me. It's a gift. Finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Know Your Food with Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash iTunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested will find this podcast too. Thank you so much and God bless you.